a moment ago, Al alluded to a huge night, Friday night, on the local sports scene. Unfortunately, the local teams went 1-2 and two on the night. A win for the Wild, a loss for the Timberwolves and the Twins. Twins opening up a long homestand. We'll have more on that. Uh, the Nats are in town. Game 2 coming up. Our pregame momentarily. That is the lineup card. Cruz Satterberry at 12.30. And first pitch in a chilly day at Target Field at 1.10. Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the action. Of course, the winner of uh, the Wild, they get it done in St. Paul last night as they take down the Dallas Stars and take a two-games-to-one lead in that series, as Al mentioned, uh, game four in St. Paul tomorrow afternoon. Late start, late in the afternoon at 5.30, but a whole lot better than what we saw uh, during the week. The Wild Crews 5-1, and the uh, Wild played uh, a great game. They did get a little good news before that game. Julia Zanak, a return to the lineup, played just a bit early before his skating off and not returning. So, uh, Jewel Erickson Ack certainly in doubt for game four and beyond, but the Wild win it two or five to one. They go up two to one in the series. Philip Gustafson outstanding last night in front of a, a sellout crowd in St. Paul. Five one the final last night. We'll have more on that a little bit later on. Also, more later on, Nuggets cruise over the Timberwolves. They're up three games to none. The Timberwolves pulled it within three early in the fourth, but my thought, this game was really never in doubt. I I always felt like Denver was in control in this game, and now the Wolves on the brink. Game four is Sunday night, Target Center, another late start. 8.30, we'll have coverage beginning at 8 with Cal Soderquist and then Alan Horton with all the play-by-play at about 8.40 as the Timberwolves try and stay alive. And four-set series back to Denver on Tuesday night for a Game 5. But the Nuggets roll 120-111, to 111, and we'll have more on that before we say goodbye and turn it over to Chris and the lineup card at 12.30 today. But let's jump into the Twins game and talk a little bit more uh, about a game that looked promising on a chilly Friday night at Target Field. And uh, a guy that's done pretty well when he's been available Joey Gallo has stepped to the plate and gave the Twins a lead and the 0-1 hammered to right field and deep back it goes and gone a line drive homer to right for Joey Gallo his fifth of the year and the Twins take a one nothing lead so there it is Joey Gallo uh, really doing a great job for the Twins once again when he has been in the lineup hit his team leading Fifth home run in the ball game last night. Uh, the Twins would ultimately build a 2-0 lead and carry that into the late innings before things started to unravel. More on that in a bit. Uh, the starter, uh, Tyler Malley, he did a pretty nice job in his work on Friday night. He strike three on the outside corner. Boy, Manessa's jumping up and down at home plate, but he's going to turn around and head back to the dugout. Third strikeout for Malley. Yeah, so Malley, six and a third, three hits, one run. It was earned, struck out four, didn't walk anybody, gave up a home run, and the guy who struck out in the fourth, well, got to him in the seventh. 
And here's the pitch. A swing and a fly ball. Left center field deep in the gap. Taylor on the track at the wall. That ball's gone. A home run. There to go, Corey. And just like that, the Nationals do score a run. A home run to left center field for Manessis, his first of the year. And it's a 2-1 game in the seventh. And that's where things started to go bad for the Minnesota Twins uh, late in this ball game. Uh, On to the eighth inning, and things got a bit ugly as the Nats ultimately tied it up and then took a 3-2 lead. And a 3-1 pitch, ground ball in the hole, it's short, base hit left field. Abrams rounding third, heading home. Larnick will fire high towards the plate, misses everybody. And with that, down to second goes Thomas, and it's a 2-2 game. Yeah, and that poor throw by Larnick opened the door for the third run and what would turn out to be uh, the winning run in the ball game. The 1-1 pitch, line drive, left center field. That's a base hit. Thomas around third. He will head home and score, and the Nationals have a 3-2 lead here in the eighth inning. And the Twins certainly had their opportunities to tack on, to add to those two runs that they scored earlier in the ballgame, both runs for the Minnesota Twins coming in that third inning. Of course, uh, Jolie Gallo, as we heard earlier, starting it off with a home run. Uh, They had an opportunity in the seventh, and a double play ended the inning. And the 0-1. Line drive, one out to third. Play by the Candelario. Second for one. On to first. Double play. And the inning is over. So a 5-4-3 inning ending double play. Twins don't score. Leave a man. Yeah. And uh, then again in the ninth, uh, the Twins end the ball game on a double play ball. And the pitch. Ground ball to third. This is played by Candelario. Second for one. The return is in time. And the Nationals win the game. Yeah, bummer of a night, Friday night. Uh, the fans, 12,000-plus, brave the cold and see the Nats win game one, 3-2. They're now 6-13. and 13. Uh, The Twins fall to 11-9, and nine, still first in the American League Central Division. In the game, Griffin Jacks took the loss on what was uh, a painful end of the ballgame. Rocco Baldelli talked about the night. All the losses, none, none of them feel, none of them feel good, you know. In in this game, we, we have nobody but ourselves to uh, to really look at for the loss for a few reasons. I mean, we have to uh, we have to do a better job. We're putting a lot of pressure on our pitching staff. They're throwing the ball pretty good overall, and you know we got to find ways to get a few more base runners, um, you know, on and, and find ways when they are out there to to bring a few of them, a few more of them home. Um, you know, we can look up and say, yeah, we hit two balls really good to center field and the ball's not going anywhere and all that. But, you know, you, you simply just have to do, you have to do more when it comes, I think, to just more better at bats. You know, we had some guys take some decent at bats today, but we, you, you need more of them, you know. Um, we knew what their guy was going to come at us with today. And, uh, you know, I think we could have done a better job executing a game plan against him. And, and so we, we have to put some more runs on the board in order to help our, our pitchers out at the moment. And uh, the manager followed up on that thought that they, they need to score more than two runs to have a chance to win most days. Both teams, obviously, dealing with the same thing, so there's no excuses out there. You know there's going to be a different brand of baseball being played. It's not going to be a high-flying, uh, 
you know, affair probably with balls flying all over the place and tons of runs on the board. We know that. But, you know, two runs, it's tough to win when you, when you put up two. So, tough night for the Twins. One that got away. They lose to the Nats, turn the page 3-2. The Nationals really struggling. Coming into Target Field last night, we're just 5-13 and on the season, but they do get the W. Twins, uh, once again, uh, game two of the series coming up, our lineup card at 12.30 with Chris Atterbury, Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. And Pablo Lopez will get the start today, and Chad Cool on a cool day at Target Field will get the call, and uh, Pablo Lopez is celebrating that new extension. Uh, We'll take the mound after signing that extension, and uh, he is signed to a four-year contract that will cover the 24 through 27 seasons. The deal is for $73.5 million, uh, according to a source, and this is uh, courtesy of MLB.com and Twins beat writer Doe Young Park. And Lopez, originally slated to become a free agent following the 24 season, uh, meaning uh, the deal will buy out three years of free agency. So Pablo Lopez signed, sealed, and delivered, and he'll get the ball today in game two of the three-game set. When we come back, more about the Wild, more about the Timberwolves. Once again, the Wild up 2-1 in their first round of NHL Stanley Cup playoff series. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves on the brink of being eliminated. They go to a must win in game four tomorrow night at Target Center after getting beat by the Denver Nuggets on Friday night in downtown Minneapolis. That's all on the way on a Saturday here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins coming up. We're counting you down to the lineup card. Chris Atterbury at 1230. Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. And Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Twins. And Chad Cool will get the start, appropriate name, on this Saturday at Target Field. Twins dropped the opener 3-2 last night. Once again, the lineup card moments away. Timberwolves on the brink of being eliminated from the NBA playoffs. Their first-round series with Denver. They uh, came home, great crowd at Target Center, a whiteout, a lot of energy in the building. But ultimately, uh, Denver grabbed the lead, never looked back. The Timberwolves were able to close it to within three early in the fourth, but... Denver was in command for much of the game. Turnover, Towns. Pump fakes the three. He's got Bruce Brown on him. Towns looking to drive. Runs into a double off to Anderson. Baseline drive. He'll hang. Kick out. Edwards, corner three on the way. Bingo! Anthony Edwards knocks down the corner three. His third triple of the night. He's up to 28 points, and it's now a three-point game. 94-91. Michael Malone wants to call time. So Ant delivers, fans are into it, but Denver, a workmanlike performance, a lot of balance across the lineup, a triple-double from Nikola Jokic, and here's the dagger in the fourth. Jokic has it off to Murray, 2.15 left to go in the game, down by seven. Almost must-stop territory. Here's Murray around his back to Jokic, the runner down the lane, and that might do it with 2.05 left, Denver. Now leads 113 to 104. A nine point advantage. Murray to Jokic. 
20 points to go along with his 10 rebounds and 11 assists. And it turned to be, or it turned out to be lights out for the Timberwolves last night at Target Center, and that sent fans to the exits. Here's Alan Horton with the final call of the game. Denver comes into Target Center, and they continue their domination of the Timberwolves. They win this one, 120-111, to 111, behind a triple-double for Nikola Jokic. 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 12 assists. Six in double figures. Tough to beat any team when they're as balanced as Denver has been able to be in these three games. All wins for the Nuggets. They take a commanding, commanding with a capital C. Three games to none lead in this best of seven series. So a great crowd disappointing night in downtown Minneapolis as the Timberwolves roll to the victory. Game four tomorrow night at Target Center. And we'll have coverage beginning at 7, Henry Lake from the Skyway Studio. Pre-game at 8 with Cal Soderquist. Tip-off about 8.40 with Alan Horton. Here in the Timberwolves, they're trying to force a game 5 back in Denver. Producer Josh Wheeler, uh, Timberwolves, the number 8 seed coming in. Denver, the number 1. And the Nuggets look every bit the part. Yeah, it's... uh... (laughs) I can't lie, it's a little bit of a letdown because I really had high hopes that this Wolves team would kind of dig deep just in time for this series, and it's kind of just been a lackluster performance each game for them. They've had a few spots, like this game two, I guess if you want to call it a comeback, they did storm back, that was impressive, but you know the end result is kind of really what matters in these three games, and Denver just has a well-rounded ability to just finish off these games, even when a team like the Timberwolves has a little bit of oomph to uh, make a strong showing even in the end of the game that the, they're just they're firing on all cylinders and uh, you know even with a couple mistakes here and there for their team they're still able to to get her done here in these uh, first three games yeah they miss Nas Reed they miss Jade McDaniels that's pretty clear I think Cat in general has been a no show three games into the this playoff it's been disappointing Anthony Edwards is still a kid and they're leaning on him heavily they did that a lot this season uh, so it, it'll be very interesting. I, I think down 3-0 to the number one seed, a powerful team, a balanced team like the Denver Nuggets, it is a tall order for the Timberwolves even to get one win in this series. Uh, we'll see if they can get it done tomorrow night. But uh, then the, there'll be a lot of questions going into this off season on, on what they do uh, moving forward. Once again, Nasri, Jade McDaniels would be a huge help. They are not available and they are injured. Another big story on the local scene uh, with, with the Twins, Timberwolves, and Wild in action. The Wild did get the W, a decisive 5-1 win over the Dallas Mavericks last night. They did get new, good news. Jewel Erickson came back, only played, what, 19 seconds yeah. before skating off. So it looks like Jewel Erickson uh availability for the remainder of this series and beyond is certainly in doubt. But... Philip Gustafson returns to the Nets, and uh, the Wild play great and go up two games to one. Yeah, that was a very impressive game to watch. I was able to watch it from start to finish, and you could just tell that the Dallas team that showed up to St. Paul was not the Dallas team that was in games one and two in Dallas, and they're one of the better road teams in the league, which is surprising, but they definitely did not show it yesterday. Uh, They just had no, no ability to kind of maintain possession. Wild had a lot of a lot of ice time on their end, and uh, they made it made it count yesterday. 
uh, just kind of had everybody everybody firing on all cylinders. You had uh, Matt Zuccarello, who has just been in a really bad slump as of late. Finally, was able to get a couple tallies to his credit, and yep. uh, you know it's good when the guys that are even slumping are starting to step in and play and play big too. And then you know we're up two one in the series. It's far from over, but yeah, it was a very impressive showing by not only Gustafson but just overall uh, defensively. I think that's been the strong point for this Wild team. They've played really well defensively uh, through these first few games. And Zuccarello's goal, the second of the game, blew the roof off the building. That 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 was pretty cool. And yeah, kind of was the icing on the cake. They they did get an empty netter to make it five to one. Gustafson returns to the net. I joked on Twitter after the game, and it's clearly a joke. They got to go with with Gus again in Game Four, right? It won't. They're not gonna it put won't. The flower uh, out there. It won't surprise me if they do. If they go with the mentality that they went with all year, because it was successful, and that's kind of why they did it. Everybody questioned why right. Flurry was a net, but if you know, Flurry's a great goaltender. I think it just kind of depends on the day with him, and he's he's a Hall of Fame caliber no matter what day it is, whether he has a bad game or not. So, uh, but yeah, I think Gustafson would be the smart move. Uh, if they go with Flurry, you kind of just have to be ready for battle. And honestly, yesterday it was just one of those games, uh, games where Gustafson was not letting anything buy him. And it will time out well for local sports fans. Twins in the final game of the three-gamer with the Nats early in the day, then the Wild at 5.30, and then the Timberwolves at 8.30. So it should time out beautifully. Uh, a sports lover's dream tomorrow, the triple header. We have the Twins coming up next. The lineup card, Chris Atterbury, just moments away. And then I'll be back following the game to put a wrap on the Twins and talk more on a sports Saturday. Big thanks to Josh Wheeler. I'm Steve Thompson. Twins and Nats from Target Field coming up next.